0: This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast.
1: What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The T Radio Song Bank, which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows, and my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend! Perfect two hours of fun filled music. And she has so many great features. Sound of music. Undercover. Foreign exchange. Name that tune. And the big wheel that she spins. For who's that or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna t Reed, Making your day brighter, one song at a time.
0: Flyers! One! Penguins! Four! Wow, what a turn of events. A home and home series and a couple of games later make. This is Sports for Beginners, and this is Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey. It's time for another edition of the Battle of Pennsylvania, right here on Penguins Postgame. Start the intro. You're locked into Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey! Showcase he scores. The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins Postgame. A PPG for PJH, and you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Penguins 4, Flyers 1. The Battle of PA begins again. It's the third meeting of four between these two squads.
2: And wouldn't you know it, fans.
0: Finally, the Pittsburgh Penguins have a W in the 2023-2024 NHL season series against
2: the Philadelphia Flyers. Now these two teams last met
0: in a home-and-home series back in December where the Philadelphia Flyers would win
2: game one in overtime in Pittsburgh. By a final score of four, sorry, in a shootout by a final score of four to three in favor of the Flyers. Then when the series shifted to Philadelphia for the first time, the Flyers get a W on home ice in overtime of two to one. The final score was two to
0: one. And then you fast forward into the new year and last night's game on January 8th, back in Philadelphia. And this is what you get on January the 8th, 2024. In the second of four meetings between
2: the Pittsburgh Penguins and the
0: Philadelphia Flyers. Mike Sullivan coming up in the final segment, maybe in the middle segment, but coming up right now on this opening first half of the opening segment, we're getting into the scoring summary. We're getting into the receipt. We're getting into the referees, linesmen. We'll get into the scoring, the penalties. And then on the back half of the opening segment, the final part of the opening segment, as always, we will go to the three stars and the game stat.
2: Alrighty,
0: so without further ado, the venue was Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And your referees for this game Trevor Hansen and Graham Skittler. Kel Mertenson, hopefully I have that right. If I pronounce any names wrong, my apologies. And Jesse Marquis were your linesmen at the Wells Fargo Center. If. I pronounce anyone's name wrong. I sincerely, sincerely apologize. But the scoring got started early, and so did the penalties. Early in the first period, penalty two. Philadelphia for number fourteen, Philadelphia.
2: Sean Couturier. Two minutes for. Tripping. This would be Couturier's first penalty. And only penalty of the game.
0: Two minutes for tripping, 28 seconds in. 45 seconds later, it's Ricard Raquel. With the game's first goal. A PPG for PGH. Ricard Raquel's fifth goal of the season. On the assist. Jake Gensel with the secondary assist. Number 26 for Jake Gensel. And Evgeny
2: Malkin. With the primary assist. That is his. 20th assist of the season. That's assist number 20 on the year for Malkin. And the Penguins have the 1-0 lead early against the Flyers.
0: 7 minutes and 37 seconds later. EK65, Eric Carlson puts the biscuit in the basket for his seventh goal as a Penguin's seventh goal of the season. Jansen Harkins with the primary assist. Number three on the year for Jansen in terms of assist. And number two on the year for Jeff Carter. He had the secondary assist on that goal, his second assist of the season. Pittsburgh is up 2-0, to zero. but before they got to that point, Jansen Harkins at 2 minutes and 9 seconds would go to the box, 2 minutes for hooking.
2: Of course, that number for the Penguins for Jansen Harkins, number 43. Flyer's penalty going to Travis Sanheim.
0: Number six, a defenseman, number six, he gets called two minutes for roughing, three minutes and 55 seconds in. Just before the next goal gets scored, which is an Eric Carlson goal. Before the next goal gets scored, this is a power play goal. Another power play goal. Second power play goal in the game's first period.
2: But before it happens, Philadelphia goes to the box, penalty going to Philadelphia. Flyer, number 24, Nick Seeler. Two minutes for
0: elbowing at 10 minutes and, th- and 36 seconds. And then at 14 minutes and 39 seconds, at Jansen Harkins. Jansen Harkins, number 43.
2: Getting started. He already has
0: now seen the box twice. Jansen Harkins, number 43, getting two penalties in the first period. Both for
2: uh, one for tripping and one for hooking.
0: That also signaled for the final goal of the first period. At 14 minutes and 55 seconds, Owen Tippett puts the Flyers on the board with his 13th goal of the season, Igor Zamula, with his 7th assist of the season, Joel Faraby with the secondary assist, and 18th assist of the season for him. After 20
2: minutes, it's the Penguins 2 and the Flyers 1. But before we get out of the first period, The Flyers received two more penalties in this game to cap off one, two, three, four, five penalties in
0: the first period. The penalty to Philadelphia number 89 Cam Atkinson is at 15 minutes and 37 seconds,
2: two minutes for goalie interference.
0: And then the former Penguin, Ryan Paling, number 25, of the Philadelphia Flyers. 17 minutes and 54 seconds is getting called. Two minutes,
2: and the call is delay of game.
0: Garnett Hathaway and Scott Lothington got penalties in the third. We're going to get to that, but first. After 20 minutes, the Penguins are on top.
2: Two to one. Pittsburgh two, Philadelphia one. At the end of 20 minutes. To the second period we go, and this is
0: rare. Eight minutes and seven seconds in. What was a two-goal lead becomes a three-goal lead. Becomes a two-goal lead again. The Penguins up by one at the end of one period. Now they're back up by two at the end
2: of 40 minutes. With a rare goal, but in this case, with a lot of season to go, Chad Ruido may not score many goals, but he did get one finally. And guess what? It's against the Flyers. His first goal
0: of the season, Chad Ruido. At 8 minutes and 7 seconds. The Rusty Razor getting an assist on that goal. His 12th of the season. Ryan
2: Graves. 5th assist of the season for him. <clears throat> And by the way,
0: Ryan Graves was on the secondary assist. Ryan Russ, the rusty razor, gets the primary assist.
2: After 40 minutes, it's the Penguins leading by two, three. Pittsburgh three. Flyers one to the third period
0: we go where 5 minutes and 43 seconds in Jansen Harkins serves a Christopher Letang 2 minute for roughing call and Joel Faraby has to serve a 4 minute mighty
2: a 4 minute double minor for high sticking And, of course, I believe
0: Christopher Letang was injured on the play, so hopefully he's back. Hopefully he's good to go for the next games. But five minutes and 43 seconds in, Chris Letang and Garnett Hathaway both
2: getting penalties. Two minutes
0: for roughing against it. Garnett Hathaway for Chris Letang, served by Jansen Harkins. And Joel Farabee serves a four-minute high-sticking minor for Garnett Hathaway. Six minutes and nine seconds, same thing. Only this time the call is the same. Yevgeny Malkin and Scott Loffington, two minutes each for roughing. And in the third period, the
2: only goal. We mentioned Malkin a few times already. But guess what? Malkin gets a goal. And it's the game sealer.
0: As Drew O'Connor, Doc, grabs his ninth assist on a beautiful feed to Evgeny Malkin. Four minutes and 29
2: seconds earlier. Before those penalties took place. For his 15th goal of the season. And the Penguins would hang on to beat the Flyers by three. Four to one your final in Philadelphia on Monday night. The starting goaltenders, number 39 for the Pittsburgh Penguins was Alex Nadalkovich. and he was against number seventy-nine for the Philadelphia Flyers. Carter Hart,
0: Carter Hart, with the loss, his record is ten eight and three. Nedeljkovic with the win. Record 8, 3, and 2. The game-winning goal goes to none other than EK65, Eric Carlson.
2: And with that being said, our first half of the opening segment is in the book coming up
0: in the second half of the opening segment leading into the middle segment we'll hear from head coach mike sullivan give you the three stars of the game atop that
2: hearing And we'll also give you, following Mike Sullivan, your game
0: stats from this game. Atop the middle segment, we will hear from Flyers head coach.
2: of the Philadelphia Flyers, we will hear from the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, John Tortorella.
0: And of course, we will move on with the middle segment with the shake of the game, player of the game, and the player
2: And the play of the
0: game. So, the shake of the game, player of the game, and the play of the game is coming up in the middle segment. And then, as we always do at the end of every Penguins post game show, we will give you the attendance record, when these two teams will meet again, and of course, what
2: their next five are. Plus, we'll save it for before we give you the game stat.
0: In the actually, we'll save it for the middle segment before we hear from John Tortorella. We'll give you a look at the other three games
2: that happened on a four game night on Monday night. Penguins post game.
0: Round three of the Battle of Pennsylvania continues. After this, from our friend Thomas McGregor
2: at On the Ice and Behind the Benches,
0: to detail a little bit about what's coming soon. Two sports for beginners and On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And of course, CNT Radio, which is always as it says in its tagline, "Making your day brighter, one song at a time." Back after this, from those state.
2: After this word from those podcasts.
3: Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio malo two powerful women of diverse backgrounds,
4: having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have.
3: Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections.
0: It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host Scott McGregor. It's time now for your three stars of today's game from last night on Monday, January 8, 2024. And of course, we're going to get to that
2: to wrap up the opening segment. Quick reminder here before we get to the middle segment
0: where we will hear from John Tortorella. We've got Mike Sullivan coming up for you guys. So make sure you guys
2: are tuned in because you definitely
0: don't want to hear don't want to miss this. Following Mike Sullivan, we will give you the game stats.
2: And of course, we'll wrap up the opening segment with a very, very quick look around. The other four games, the other three, I should say. That took place last night on a Monday night in the NHL. That wasn't too busy. But speaking of not being too busy, we have a busy night on Tuesday and a busy night on Thursday coming up in the NHL. So a busy night tonight and a busy night. On Thursday night. So again, it's a busy night tonight and a busy night Thursday night, not so busy on Wednesday. Sorry about that. You're three stars. Well, we start with flyers at left winger, number 74, Owen Tippett. He finishes the game minus two,
0: one assist, sorry, no assist, and one goal in this game. A total ice time of 14
2: minutes and 29 seconds. Your second star with
0: one goal, no plus minus, no assist and a total ice time of 18 minutes and 10 seconds. Give it up, Penguins fans, for number 67,
2: Ricard Ractel. And your
0: first star. Plus two, one assist, one goal, and a total ice time of 16 minutes and 43 seconds. Penguins fans, give it up for
2: number 71, Evgeny Malkin. He is
0: your first star. So, again, your three stars, two Penguins, and one flyer. They are Owen Tippett, Ricard Raquel, and, Yev- and Yevgeny Malkin. And Evgeny Malkin.
2: Going to get to the game stats in just a moment. But with the stats coming up. And uh, the three stars out of the way. Time now for Mike Sullivan. Let's hear from Mike on the performance of a 4-1 win over the Flyers. Here he is. Because we're
4: not saying that getting Gino going is a big development, you know, for your team in addition to what you have going on. Just what have you seen from? Uh, Gino, and then I know he's had some different linemates, but what have you seen from that line in general in the last six, seven
3: games, or whatever? Well, I think I think he's playing hard. He's competing hard. I think he's just doing a better job at, at some of the, the subtleties or the little small details in his game, like stopping on pucks and uh, not playing as much in constant motion. And, and Gino's a guy, when you watch him, he, he's a guy that likes to play in motion. But there are some times when you have to stop on pucks, and I think he's doing a much better job just paying attention to those types of situations. You know, he he makes a great play tonight. I can't remember which period, but he tracks back into the slot. He stops, and the puck ends up coming to him, and he starts the transition game the opposite way. And And I think uh, and I think because of that, I think his line is, they're a little bit more predictable for each other. So, you know, I think um, O.C. on that wing gives him a little bit of a different look than Riley. Um, you know, I, I like Riley playing with uh, with Lars and Papusty. I thought that line was really good. It, the way we're constructed right now with Geno's line playing as well as it is, um, I just think it gives us uh, more competitive balance, you know, and, and it allows us to utilize certain lines in certain situations. And uh, cookies line, for example, gets a lot of D zone starts, and they do a great job. They he wins a lot of draws. Carts uh, wins a lot of draws. When they don't, they defend well. And so, um, you know, I I think, um, you know, with Gino's line playing as well as it is, I just think it it makes us that much more. Difficult to play against. You
1: mentioned Drew bringing a different look. Can you speak more about? You know, he brings to that line and how he plays.
3: You know? Yeah, he. You know, I think OC playing extremely well right now. I think he's gaining another level of confidence, but I also think he's gaining a better understanding of how he has to play in order to set himself and his line mates up for success. And when OC playing a straight ahead north south game, he's using the speed, He's taking defensemen wide. He's playing behind defensemen and getting in on the forecheck. He's a very effective player. He's 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 gaining uh, a much better understanding of how to play away from the puck. I think you're seeing that in the penalty kill, his defensive coverage. He's just his awareness away from the puck. Um, he's much more conscientious. And so when you combine that with, his, uh, with the speed he brings and the, the, the north-south game and you utilizing his size and his reach, uh, I, I think he can be a very effective player. We can move him all around the lineup like we have. He plays the left side. He plays the right side. You know, he's a center by nature. And so but but we we choose to use him on the wing. So uh, I think when he plays with Gino's line, you know, Gino now has two guys on his flanks that, that are fast and and they play a north south game that are and, and both of them I think both Rusty and O. C excel at the puck pursuit game. And and so I think that drags Gino into the into the fight a little bit down in the offensive zone and Gino's very capable of creating offense different ways, you know, and, and He's as dynamic a player as there is off the rush, but trying to, you know, trying to establish uh, an an in-zone game or a grind game, as we say to our guys. I think uh, with OC and Rusty, I think they're they're going to drag him into that a little bit, and I think you know they'll have opportunities to create offense different ways as a result. That's ten points in ten games for Raquel. Anything different for him now since he's been back from the injury? Uh, I I don't know. I, you know, I thought he was playing pretty good at the beginning of the year. First of all, he came into camp in terrific shape. He had a great off season. He he was in great shape and he came into camp in in terrific shape. And, uh, I thought he was playing really well at the beginning of the year. And, and for whatever reason, the puck wasn't going to the net for him. And so when, when that happens, sometimes when goal scorers like racks, uh, struggle to finish, um, Even if you're playing well and you're getting chances, sometimes that can can get in your head a little bit. And then all of a sudden you start squeezing your stick and you're overthinking it. And and then you become your own worst opponent. And and so I'm sure that could be a little bit of it. Um, I think Rax has done a great job in utilizing when he got injured almost as an opportunity to hit the reset button. And I think he's been terrific ever since he came back.
1: Mike, you wanted to stop their rush tonight. How do you think you executed and, and how do you think you did in that regard? Um,
3: I thought we did a decent job at times, and then at other times, um, you know, I thought we gave them some looks that that we could have avoided. And um, you know, they had a number of two-on-ones. We haven't given up two-on-ones in a lot of games. And um, you know, and I think a big reason for that is I think we've done a better job with just responsible play in the critical areas of the rink. You know, high in the offensive zone, along the offensive blue line, just not making blind plays and, and you know, being willing to reset pucks behind the goal line. And uh, I thought we made some blind plays tonight that they picked off and, and those are hard to recover from. That they, they end up in odd man rushes almost guaranteed. And so, but I, I thought for the most part, I thought, you know, we were, we were trying to play the game the right way. I thought uh, there were certain instances where we could have done a better job. Coach, how important was it for you guys to get that power play goal right in the beginning of the game? Well, it's a it, you know it, it certainly is a huge boost of confidence for those guys. They pride themselves in the power play, and you know it's been well chronicled. That power play has had its ups and downs this year. So uh, I thought that they did a great job with their execution, and uh, it was a terrific play all around. Uh, so when you when the, your power play scores early in the game like that, usually my experience from coaching you know, star players in this league, is usually that translates into their five-on-five game also. You know, they get, they just get a boost of confidence. It gives them a jolt. And uh, and so when you can get one early like that, it takes a little bit of pressure off the power play the next time they go over the boards. It just gives them a little bit of a jump in their step. I think that has a huge impact on the rest of the game. Thanks,
0: Mike Sullivan of the Pittsburgh Penguins. John Tortorella coming up. We'll hear from John Tortorella coming up in our middle segment. The Shake of the Game, Player of the Game is also coming up.
2: And of course, we will do Game Pucks of the Game in the final segment. In the middle, we will be doing the Play of the Game as well. That will be following. The shake of the game and head coach, John Tortorella of the Philadelphia Flyers. And of course,
0: we're going to take a look at Monday night's action, courtesy of the NHL app. Before we do that, though. And get ready to be getting into the
2: halfway point of the program. Time now to take a look at
0: your game stats for this game. And a quick reminder when we re when we do the play of the game later on. We are going to. When we do our play of the game, or Duran, we are going to have the Philadelphia broadcast. So you will not be hearing Josh Gets off. Also, quick note here on the broadcast front. If you were listening to this on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network, you would have heard a not so familiar voice, but you've heard a voice, you've heard the voice. When the Penguins are talking pregame, rather, with Paul Stagerwald. And Michelle Crakiolo, the Penguins team reporter and reporter for Penn's
2: Inside Scoop, was on the broadcast with Steve Mears for the radio. Due to the fact that the old 2 nineer Phil Borg, was under the weather, so
0: I won't get into too much about what that is all about, but I hope that Phil Borg, and a shout out to Phil, I hope that you, uh, Phil, are staying home and getting better. Huge shout out to Michelle Krakiolo of Penn's Inside's group. I thought you did an, a great job. I thought you did a great job making your debut to the Broadcast Booth. I thought you did a really great job. I loved hearing you call game with or call the game with
2: Steve mears Meersy. And uh on that note,
0: let's get to the game stats. So, the Penguins finished the game with 39 shots on goal, 10 hit, 30 faceoff wins.
2: 8 minutes in the penalty box.
0: They score once on six opportunities on the power play they go one for six to the to end the night they end the game with six giveaways seven takeaways and 16 block shots. meanwhile the flyers end the game with 26 hits
2: to pittsburgh's 10 hits
0: 37 shots on goal to Pittsburgh's 39. 36 face-off wins in the dot. They end the game on the power play one for two. Only were given two opportunities on the power play. And they connect on one of them. They spent 16 minutes in total in the box. Finish the game with seven giveaways, four takeaways, and 10
2: blocked shots. All right, everybody, very, very quickly, we are going to go over the other three games in this
0: four game slate on Monday night. The look ahead will feature a look ahead to Tuesday night's action, and a look ahead to the Penguins' next game. Plus, we may hear from some players, but the game pucks of the game, John Tortorella, and of course, the shake of the game, player of the game,
2: and the play of the game is all coming up next. But right now let's quickly take a look at Monday night's action to to close out the
0: opening segment. So we know the Penguins beat the Flyers four to one, but what happened but what happened elsewhere?
2: Well, the Canucks
0: take a bite out of the Big Apple and defeat the New York Rangers. Six to three.
2: The Vancouver Canucks defeat the New York Rangers. Six to three. In the Big Apple.
0: We need a shootout in Denver, Colorado. And the Avalanche come away with a W. as they defeat the Boston Bruins
2: 4-3 to in a shootout.
0: And the only shutout of the night belongs to the Dallas Stars as they defeat the Minnesota Wild 4-0 to with goals by Rope
2: Hintz, Tyler Sagan, Jason Robertson, And of course, oh, hang on a second Rick fight Riek guy, thanks guy.
0: My apologies, Dallas, if I pronounce the name wrong. I'm just going to go ahead and say the guy's name
2: as his jersey number. Again, apologies if I pronounce any name wrong. But goals by number 12, Jason
0: Robinson is not number 12, by the way. Goals by Ropey hit. Number 91, number
2: 24, and number 91. Oh, and by the way, Matt Murray, the former Penguin, former Maple Leaf, you name it, he has got his. First per year NHL shutout. Stopping all 23. Shot by the. Minnesota Wild. Wow. Congratulations, Matt Murray, on your first ever NHL year. year shutout. Congratulations, Matt Murray. You deserve it. It's been a long time coming in your career. However long it has been. But Matt Murray. Tonight. I should say Monday night. Last night. Was his night. Matt Murray. Oh, and by the way, that's a home and home series. Hmm. So the Stars get the victory on the road. Can they get the victory at home? You can't win them all. But again, big, 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 big congratulations
0: to Matt Murray as we were as we wrap up uh, the opening segment here on that note big 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 congratulations to Matt Murray
2: on his first career NHL shout out Big, big, big congratulations to him. Oh, how interesting. They say he's only been with the Dallas Stars. But we know that's not true. He has been with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh. Well, maybe not. Maybe this is not the Matt Murray I'm looking at. Regardless, Congratulations to Matt Murray. First career NHL shutout. Now, of course, there was a guy that did play for the
0: Penguins in Matt Murray and has also played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I believe If the Maple Leafs still have a Matt Murray.
2: We'll find out more. About what the situation with Matt Murray is.
0: For that Matt Murray. But as we take a break. Big, 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 big congratulations to the Matt Murray on the Dallas Stars. Gets the shout out. First career
2: NHL shout out. Congrats, buddy. You earned it. We'll be right back after this from Take Another Look and Broadcast Map. The middle segment featuring John Tortorella, the Shake of the Game, and of course, the Play of the Game. And the Shake of the Game is the Player of the Game segment. It's all to come when Penguins post game. fens, and fly areas. Battle of PA continues.
1: Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time... My favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map.
0: Welcome back to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. Time now to hear from, before
2: we get to... Before we get down to it. Before we get the shake of the game, player of the game done and of
0: course our play of the game is next time now to hear from head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers John Portarella Johnny
2: I should just say John
0: the floor is all yours the
4: is, is it kind of hard to find your game, especially against a team like those guys? That, that's not the right reason we lost. I, I thought coming out of there 2-1 to one was a, a positive for us. Uh, I mean, ideally, you don't want to be taking five penalties in a 20-minute period. Uh, third goal is the one that gets you. Uh, but, again, we never – we we spent too much time on Arenzo. We didn't come out clean enough. And they, they – uh, yeah, we just weren't clean coming out. And you give that team second opportunities on breakouts, it sooner or later, the momentum changes. Uh, I thought we fought. Uh, we just struggled with scoring. We, we just don't have enough people going offensively, and they're the better team.
2: You've hit a little bit of a pause. We're going to let that play out.
0: But a reminder here for PWHL fans the PWHL recap for Boston and Ottawa was postponed because the weather was impacting travel. Much more to come on it when we will actually do another show of that. That will be when they do, do when they do play a game. But, of course, there's more information and a rescheduled date to be announced.
2: So we will wait for that.
0: But for this week, you'll get the long-awaited January 5th, second round of Toronto and Minnesota. You'll get the long-awaited Toronto and Minnesota. Coming your way,
2: most likely after this post-game show, and of course, for the second week of PWHL content, we will be talking a little bottle of Ontario. On January 13th. The show will come your way on the 14th. Or maybe, maybe
0: it will come your way on Saturday, right after the game. That game between Toronto and Ottawa for the PWHL is at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And that will be our next PWHL recap. More on that when we do the recap of the long-awaited January
2: 5th. Recap of Toronto and New York. Who won round two? You'll find all that out after Penguins post game concludes.
0: That being said, let's get back to John Tortorella. John, okay, we still seem to be having
2: a tech issue here. We're gonna. refresh the page here and let's see if we can finally get john tortorella all the way through
0: all right so it seems like we're going to have an ad here we will let the ad go by and return to john tortorella in
2: just a moment From there, we will just run right into, oh, nope, not that one.
0: We will run into the shake of the game introduction. Let's get that introduction going right now.
2: And we will halt john tortorella let's get the introduction going oh hang on got to do that again let's get our introduction going for our
0: second feature of the day and then we'll get right down to before we reveal it We'll get right down to
2: John Tortorella.
0: The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. At your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game, just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory now back to the sports for beginners podcast studio here is your host
2: scott mcgregor
0: there it is there is the
2: introduction there it is
0: let's get back down to john tortorella and let's see if this time we can get through John Tortorella, without any pauses. You score very quickly, and then with all the penalties, is it kind of hard to find your game, especially against a team like those guys? That,
4: that's not the we, reason we lost. I, I thought coming out of there 2-1 to one was a, a positive for us. Uh, I mean, ideally, you don't want to be taking five penalties in a 20-minute period. Uh, third goal is the one that gets you. Uh, but again, we never – we we spent too much time in Lorenzo. We didn't come out clean enough. And they, they uh, yeah, we just weren't clean coming out. And you give that team second opportunities on breakouts, it sooner or later the momentum changes. Uh, I thought we fought. Uh, we just struggled with scoring. We, we just don't have enough people going offensively, and they're the better team.
1: Obviously, you guys gave up a ton of shots, but for you it's more about spending too much time in your zone rather than the
4: competition. Oh, it's both. Yeah, both. But give them credit. To, one thing about Pitt, they don't get enough credit as far as how they defend yeah. I, I think both the teams uh, uh our team and their team were sixth or seventh in, in the league as far as defending but we uh we, we just weren't we weren't good we were not good enough in, in either end and uh that's the result you get see so you, you know the news now and you you've been here long enough when you hear someone doesn't want to play in philadelphia What is your reaction to that? And also, what do you think of adding a guy like Jamie Drysdale to your back end? Just talked to Jamie. uh, uh, We're – watched a lot of tape on him. Obviously had discussions. We're really excited about the opportunity. A 21-year-old, right-handed shot. uh, uh, We're going to put him on the power play right away, one of them. um, He's just starting. Uh, Kid's head spinning right now. It's his first time at this. Um, But we're really excited about the opportunity. I think it's a in a second rounder. I think it's a really good deal for us. of right, Kevin's question. Danny said that Cutter didn't want to play here, Philadelphia, and didn't want to play for the Flyers. What's your reaction to that? Then we don't want you.
2: I believe you've met Cutter before.
1: Were you surprised that he?
4: I don't know Cutter from a hole in a wall. You no. Know? So, and I'm not too interested in talking about him. I'd rather talk about Jamie. He's the guy that's coming here
1: to to Jamie. Um, when we spoke with Danny at the first intermission, he said that the one thing that he's excited about is for the coaching staff, for you and Brad Shaw to kind of get a hold of him and try to develop him into the, the top air defense where they want him to be. It,
4: it's such a good age for us. That's what's exciting. A 21 year old, righty righty uh, skill, lateral movement. Uh, uh, it, it It's such a good deal for us. Um, as we it's a reminder. We're uh, in the process that we're at right now. It's perfect timing. So uh, I just got off the phone with him. Uh, we asked so much out of 21 year olds. His head's just spinning. First time being traded, packed for two week trip. Now he's coming here, uh, but he'll be here for practice. So we'll see him tomorrow. Yep. The overall vibe that, you know, usually going into the season, the thought was the like, probably going to sell off. Here you are adding a player and not losing anyone on the current roster. Does that, give, does that give the group a jolt? Yeah. I think what's going to eventually give this, this group a jolt is he's a high-character kit, too. Uh, I, I, You know, just in a roundabout way, information has gotten back to me that there's going to be some people upset there in Anaheim. Some of his teammates and just how he handles himself, some of the, the staff. Uh, yeah, so I – no one's off our roster on this one here. Uh, a righty. It, it, I'm really excited. I, I don't know what else to say. Players have been on the left side a lot. Travis is also a lot the right side. Does that kind of now change a little bit now that
0: you can see that you guys have set players for set positions?
4: Yeah, well, we'll. we'll it's going to change things. We've already you know, thought that. Sandy would probably see a little bit of time on the left side, too. Uh, uh, because I want to, we want to give this kid an opportunity. We we want to get teaching right away with them. Uh, we we you know we're, it, it, there there are so many things that uh, we want to introduce to them. Uh, they play a different type defense than we do. We need to teach that. But Sanny, you know, I may go because I'm not interested in in sitting out any of the six right now that have played because I think they deserve to be. We may be at seven D sometimes uh, during this situation and uh. You know, i I've got think about Mark also and trying to keep him mixes when you're in this process uh in building a team uh and you make deals like this, we just have to make it work and uh so there'll be people moved around as we as we get going yeah just as i said we've we've heard great things about him as far as his character uh aggressive up ice, a good offensive player. Uh, he's going to fit in just fine. It, it, it's it's how much we give him. Uh, Shazi and I have already talked about this. Uh, we just want to slowly go about it. Uh, we're really looking at the par for me. And as I watch the tape, I just don't think he's up the ice enough offensively. That's something the first time I see him face-to-face, that's what I want to tell him. Uh, because I I want to see him get going that way and uh, and try to help us offensively. We'll teach him the defensive part of it. I want him to get going offensive.
2: There it is. John Tortorella. Wow. I mean, you know, that's, that's,
0: that's, that's some huge breaking news there that we were just notified about. I mean, obviously it's not really news if, The NHL's already been posting about it all day.
2: Especially yesterday.
0: But yes, the Flyers did make a trade. And as you heard John Tortorella talk about, uh, Jamie Dreistel is coming to...
2: Jamie Dreistel is coming to the Philadelphia Flyers
0: in a trade for Cutter Gauthier, I believe if I have that right. If I do not, my sincerest sincerest
2: apologies. Um but, uh yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do with this trade that they made ahead of ahead of the game. I believe it was ahead of the game. going to be
0: interesting to see what happened. all right so with the shake of the game introduction out of the way it's time to go to our recipients and how we're going to do and how we're going to do that well first as always we're going to do the
2: Well, first, as always, we're going to do the scratches. And then we'll get to it.
0: So for the Penguins, scratch this game, uh, redeem Zahorna, Horna and Ryan Shea not playing.
2: Also not playing. But this
0: one they own the Flyers only scratch one player and they and they scratch Mark Stahl.
2: Interesting. And, of course, um, now it's time to do the thing. get the game pucks before we wrap this segment up.
0: But before we get to that, let's get through our shake of the game, and due to time constraints because I do want to get the play of the game in the wit. I do want to get the play of the game in here. We are gonna give out one to each team. So my player of the game and shake of the game recipient for the Pittsburgh Penguins today, I'm going to give it to
2: Chad Ruedel, first goal scored in the in this season, first point of the year, plus two. And only one shot on goal that goes
0: in. Uh, no penalty minutes for Bruito. Time of 15 minutes and 32
2: seconds in total ice time. And he only had one hit and two blocks in this game. Well, that's not bad for Pittsburgh's Chad Ruido. but he hasn't had a lot of goals. I get that. He hasn't had a lot of goals, but Chad Ruido finally gets one. And that's why he is my shake of the game, player of the game for the Philadelphia Flyers.
0: You know, when Ch- when Claude Giroux was a Philadelphia Flyer, I thought like I would give him a game puck or a chick of the game, player of the game, anytime he was on the ice. He's not with the Flyers anymore. To my game puck, or rather, in this case, my pick of the game, player of the game, is going to go to Travis Connect Me. Six shots on goal, no plus minus, no point, uh, no assist and no
2: goals. No penalty minutes one hit no block total ice time 22 minute 22 minutes and 16 seconds gonna get to the game pucks in just a moment but before we get to that time now for the play of the game And today's play of the game from tonight's game. I gotta give it to You know what?
0: I could give it to Carlson, I could give it to Malkin, I could give it to Raquel, but I'm or Owen Tippett, but I'm gonna go give this one give this play of the game to Chad Ruido.
2: And here are the guys on the Philadelphia broadcast with the call of the game. This is your play of the game. And as soon as it's over, The final segment will kick start. But we wrap up that middle segment right here as we are running right now. We wrap up the middle segment with the game pucks after the play of the game. Game pucks of the game coming up after our play of the game. and lots more to come on the final segment, including the attendance record, when these two teams will meet again, for the final time in the season, and of course, What are the next five games leading up to it? That's all coming up in the final segment. Right now, the middle segment rolls on with the play of the game. And it wraps up after the play of the game with The game puck of the game recipient. Ramula follows O'Connor
4: all the way to the corner. The puck's up the wall. Back out, Ruedel. Across for Graves. Graves flips it back to the middle. It's jabbed at but to Ruedel. It's shot! Score! Chad Ruedel of all people ends up beating Hart. And it's 3-1 Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't think Hart saw this shot uh, he was slow reacting to it right underneath him. we'll get a good look at it from here if there is traffic or not
2: oh yeah tip it right as the shot was in route he comes right into the shot uh, to the sight lines of of heart
0: and Maybe Hart was anticipating a potential block, but you can see just on that one there, he's kind of searching for it, surveying. He was kind of searching for it, maybe surveying
2: the scene, but it's a goal, and that's all that it is. Time now for the final portion of the middle segment. Leading into final part of the program. Well, due to time constraints here, because I do want to get to the final segment. We're going to give one game puck
0: of the game to each team. And these ones, I think I'm going to go to the goaltenders. Nadalkovich played good, made 36 saves, gave up a goal on 37 shots. And he only had a save percentage of 973. And he played 60 minutes. So he's he was okay. Nadalkovich, I don't think it was his I don't think it was his best game. But I feel like he was okay. Carter Hart, oh, I mean, yeah. So the reason I'm giving the goaltenders the uh, game puck of the game on both sides, the Penguins, it's Alex Nedeljkovic, and the Flyers, it's Carter Hart. Well, for Carter Hart, it's more of a pick-me-up, because I don't think this was Carter's Best game at all. He gave up four goals against. Made 35 saves on 39 shots. And he almost made it to the 60 minute mark.
2: Of a full three period.
0: 897 is the save percentage. And that pretty much wraps it up. Carter Hart and. Alex Nedeljkovic, your game puck of the game recipient, your shake
2: of the game recipient. From Pittsburgh, you've got Chad Ruedel. And of course, from the Flyers, We gave it to Travis Konechny. When we return,
0: we put a pretty little bow on Penguins and Flyers Round 3 of the Battle of PA.
2: We will set you guys up for the long awaited.
0: New York and Toronto PWHL recap that will be in place of
2: Boston and Ottawa. which I believe was the game that was postponed, but I'll just double-check that for one second.
0: And, of course, if you want to know everything around the PWHL, go to thepwhl.com
2: for all the news, stats, scores, and highlights, and follow the PWHL on... social media. You can follow the team and the league. It's all of it. All of it's on social media. Yes, it was Ottawa and Boston. They were postponed, so we will see. when the new date has been announced
0: for this game between Ottawa and Boston. It was supposed to end off the week
2: for the first week of the end
0: of the PWHL inaugural season but it would be ended off by the first
2: home team win
0: in PWHL history as Minnesota breaks the ice and finally makes it so it's not all about the road team
2: Winning the games. Minnesota
0: coming up with the uppercut, and they shut out Montreal 3 0 on January
2: 6th. All right. With the game pucks out of the way. It's
0: time to get preparing for the PWHL long awaited New York and Toronto recap. And we got to get ready for another
2: Penguins post game coming up on Thursday when the Canucks of Vancouver, the Vancouver Canucks. Come to Pittsburgh to take on the Pens in what should be a good one on Thursday night. That look ahead
0: is next. And of course, we will also be looking ahead to Tuesday night's action and the next game that the Flyers will be playing.
2: which will be on Wednesday. That's all next. After this word. From Weekly in Sports and Sienna T Radio. Speaking of Weekly in Sports, That
0: program will return to Sports for Beginners in February on YouTube. And of course, the show itself will be back on the airwaves Thursday, January 25th in two Thursdays
2: from now, two Thursdays from this Thursday. Weekly in sports, end of the month January show will be back on the air on Thursday, January 25th, 2024. For the first time we do the show for 2024. All of that, next. That we heard, that we talked about before.
0: We mentioned the words. The look ahead to tonight's action. The look ahead to what's next for the Flyers. What's next for the Penguins? The attendance record. It's all that. Ne- when Penguins post game
2: continues. We wrap up round three of the Battle of PA when we return.
0: Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Oh, my. baby let me l- i did it again so i'm going let, go, let go oh my God. baby let me love you down. welcome back to penguins post game Broadcast 39 of four of 82. it's another edition of the battle of ta and it wraps up right after a little bit more music. Coming up on this segment, we look ahead to the next five games for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers. We also look ahead to tonight's action on the ice on a Tuesday night and We set you up for the much, much awaited, long awaited, PWHL, New York, Toronto recap from January 5th, 2024. Now, let's get it back to the studio with your host, Scott McGregor
1: from my head to the toe and i want it all and all and all baby let me love you down there's
0: so many ways to love you. oh my god Usher omg it's so good to be back in studio with you If you are still celebrating New Year's Eve,
2: happy New Year to you. We
0: really, really appreciate you guys joining us here. Big, big welcome to Manitoba.
2: Listeners.
0: Big, big welcome to those of you listening in Manitoba. Yeah, that's right. I see you.
2: I see you. I see Manitoba. I see it.
0: I was scrolling through the audiences, and I went to Canada. Are now two years time. They are our two-time ultimate leaders. So I was checking it out, and I said to myself, Wow, I wonder why Canada is still my top country. I should say our top country listening to the podcast. Now, I know it's because the pod of this is kind of originating in Canada. But it's about an American hockey team. Well, an American hockey hockey league team in the National Hockey League. We got some PWHL content. And we also have some NBA content. We haven't done a lot of NBA content this year. Definitely going to be doing Canadian baseball when it comes back for the Blue Jays.
2: And of course... We've talked time to time about Toronto Maple Leafs
0: and so much more. It's time to get down to our look ahead here. And let's do that
2: courtesy of
0: the NHL app. Download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team.
2: All season long.
0: So up next for the Philadelphia Flyers. They've got a showdown with Montreal at 7 p.m. Eastern. Wrapping up their four-game homestand that they are
2: currently on right now.
0: With a visit from the Montreal Canadiens, that game on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, they hit the road
2: for three games,
0: including Minnesota at 8 p.m. on Friday, followed the next day as a back-to-back by Winnipeg. And Philadelphia showdown in Winnipeg. Philadelphia and Winnipeg will play on Saturday, this Saturday, January 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern.
2: So it's the Jets and the
0: Flyers at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, January 17th. Sorry, 13th. At 7 p.m. Eastern in
2: 2024, then they wrap up their three-game uh, homestand uh, road trip, rather,
0: with a visit to St. Louis, where they will take on the Blues at 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday, January 15,
2: 2024. Wrapping up their next five with the first of another
0: four-game homestand. Which is a battle with the Dallas Stars on Thursday.
2: Next Thursday, January 18th, 2024 at the Wells Fargo Center. At 7 p.m.
0: Of course, that four-game homestand continues with Colorado coming in next Saturday, January 20th, for a 1 p.m. puck drop
2: in 2024. Of course, that's the year we're in right now. A 1 p.m. puck drop back-to-back against Ottawa. And, of course, against Colorado. And then that four-game homestand wraps up with a visit from the Lightning. On Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. But again, their next five are Montreal, Minnesota, Winnipeg, St. Louis, and Dallas. Meanwhile, on the Penguins' side, the Penguins' next five include a showdown in Pittsburgh against the uh, Vancouver Canucks on Thursday, January 11th, 2024, at 7 p.m. It's a showdown in Pittsburgh between the Penguins and the Canucks. That will be followed by a showdown Saturday night in Raleigh, North Carolina. Where the
0: Carolina Hurricanes will have their third of four meetings between the Penguins and the Hurricanes.
2: At PNC Arena. On Saturday. On Saturday January 13th. And then the moment. Kraken and Penguins fans. Have all been waiting for. It's. The Seattle Kraken. Versus the Pittsburgh Penguins from PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh at six PM Monday. January 15th. 2024. And then the Penguins. The Penguins' next five are. With off days. They've got Vancouver on Thursday night. Carolina on Saturday night. Their third of their next five is. Seattle at home. On Monday night. Next Monday night. January 15, 2024. And then they have a couple of night owl games.
0: For their fourth and fifth game. As they play. The final time they will play the Vegas Golden Knights this season
2: on January 20th, next Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And they will play the Arizona. Coyote. For the final time, they will play the Coyotes. On January. 22nd. One Monday from the game against. The Seattle Kraken. Before they wrap up, January with a back- to back at home, Friday and Saturday night against Florida and then Montreal And this, of course, will follow into their February schedule. It's a three-game homestand to wrap up January that begins in the end of January and in the end of January and ends at the start of February when the Winnipeg Jets come to town. But faster than you could say, are we done with the Jets yet? Well, when we get to February. After the game on the Friday, February 9, 2024 at 8 p.m. February 10th at 7 p.m. It's the Winnipeg Jets and the Pittsburgh Penguins Still, lots to go before
0: we get to that, and our next broadcast of Penguins post game comes your way following most likely it'll be on Friday.
2: It comes your way following. Penguins and connect. The Penguins get ready to play the Vancouver Connect. And that is where we are going to bring you a broadcast 40 of 82. Because the Penguins have now played 39 games. Which makes this broadcast 39 of 82. And this game was game.
0: 39 of 82. 39 games in the books. they will become 40 games in the books. But.
2: With thirty nine games in the book, the Penguins only have forty three games to go, but that will become forty two games to go after Thursday when the Penguins of Pittsburgh take on the Vancouver Canucks. And the Canucks have played 40 games so far, so right now They have only, remaining on their schedule, they have only 42 games to play, but by the time they play Pittsburgh, they will only have 30 games to play. Make that actually 38, 39 games to play. They will have 39 games to play because they play tonight against the Islanders. But, as soon as the Penguin game goes final, 39 games to play will become 38 games left in the Canucks schedule. That'll be a good one. Vancouver and Pittsburgh coming your way. And we'll have it for you on Penguins post-game. The night after the game. All right. So speaking of that. Let's take a look at our busy Tuesday night schedule. Now that the look ahead is out of the way. And the seven o'clock hour, we've got, oh, we got quite a couple of games coming up in mere moments from now at seven o'clock. At 7 p.m. Eastern. We have three
0: games coming up at 7 p.m. today. And they are the second of the home and home series between
2: the San Jose Sharks. And the Toronto Maple Leafs. That game is at
0: 7 p.m. Eastern. The San Jose Sharks and the Toronto Maple Leafs go head to head. At 7 p.m., also at 7 p.m.,
2: the Los Angeles
0: King battle the Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa Bay, and the Seattle Kraken
2: take on the Buffalo Sabres.
0: One game at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. That's the game that will be before the Penguins battle the Canucks. And we've mentioned it already. It is the Vancouver Canucks. The Vancouver Canucks taking
2: on the New York
0: Islanders. That game at 7.30 from New York Island. There's in Long Island. And it can be seen
2: on Sportsnet Pacific.
0: In the 8 p.m. window, three games, we've got the Blue Jackets playing visitor to the Winnipeg Jets. The Anaheim Ducks are in the Music City, Smashville, to take on the Predators of Nashville. The Florida Panthers battle the St. Louis Blues, also at
2: 8 p.m. At 8.30, a
0: shorthanded Connor Bedard team in the Chicago Blackhawks takes on the Edmonton Oilers.
2: At 8.30 p.m. Eastern. The
0: Boston Bruins. And the Arizona Coyotes. And the Ottawa Senators. And the Calgary Flames.
2: They all kick off. At 1 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern. Excuse me. Of course, the Oilers and the
0: Blackhawk game can be seen on Sportsnet 1. Canucks and Islanders can be seen on Sportsnet Pacific. And all other games are available on Sportsnet
2: Plus. All right, everybody. That's it. Those are your
0: games for Tuesday night. That's it. For our recap of Monday night's game between the Flyers and the Penguins. The Penguins win it.
2: Four to one. They'll be looking to
0: tie the series. They'll be looking to tie the season series with the Flyers. When they meet again in Pittsburgh.
2: For the final time this season. On February 25th. 2024. Puck time. Puck drop time. As it stands right now. 3.30pm. Eastern. As we always do at the end of every. Penguin's post game show. We're going to save it. For the next few minutes. But, as we always like to do, we like to remind everybody that you
0: have just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. We're about to sign off, but before we do, let's get to the attendance record so we don't forget the Penguins win it. 4-1 to one against the Flyers. Their record now, 20-15-4. The Flyers are 20-14-6. With the loss. Tonight at the Wells Fargo Center. On the Monday night, I should say. At the Wells Fargo Center. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it came to you in front of a crowd of. 18,279 fans in attendance. Again at the
2: Wells Fargo Center. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it's the Flyers falling to the Penguins. 4-1 to one in Philadelphia. Now,
0: you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And my name is Scott McGregor. And I am your host.
2: Saying that it is not goodbye. It is always until next time. And until then,
0: Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. From now on, we say so long for now from the Wells Fargo Center. And of course, for this show, we say so long until we meet again after Penguins and Canucks.
2: Pens and Canucks, coming up. Pens and Canucks, coming up. Until that time when we do it on Sports for Beginners and on Penguins game, Go, Pens! And I look forward to catching up with you again. After the Penguins and the Canucks go to battle. Take us out, sure. Oh, my
0: gosh. Baby, let me. I did it again, so I'm all Has been a presentation of Pittsburgh Penguins hockey. Stay tuned. The outro music and thank you message is coming up next. But right now, enjoy the music. Our next broadcast is Penguins versus.
2: And we cannot wait to bring that to you.
0: Enjoy the hockey game on Thursday night. And we will bring that to you. Following the hockey game. In the meantime. As we get to our outro music and outro
2: message. Enjoy the music
0: taking us out. Thanks for listening like, wow, oh, wow. You know. to Penguins Post Game. And we'll catch you after Penguins and Canucks.
1: She got it all. Sexy from my head to toe. Can break down There's so many ways to love ya Got me like oh my gosh I'm so in love I
0: found you finally you make me wanna say Oh 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 oh
1: oh 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 my gosh
0: so hard for honey, out of all the girls up in the pool this one got me whipped, just half of one look if I fell in love, this one's something special, this
1: one's just like dynamite, oh oh, 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 out of sight and fell in love with honey like my, oh my, honey look you
0: wonderful, fly, so oh fly, honey like a supermodel, mine, Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website thanks for listening and until next time stay tuned and remember that it is not goodbye it is until next time and you'd have to be here to believe it When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment Podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember sports for beginners fans to join our host scott mcgregor every fridays for your weekly dose of friday episodes on the sports for beginners podcast